Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, where I'm not going to bother to rattle off any taglines or mottos because I'm sick and have a cold. This week's episode is also brought to you by Things and Stuff. Things and Stuff. Because sometimes you need a car battery, a taxidermied squirrel, and a pack of cough drops, and you don't want to go to more than one place. Things and Stuff. Where you can get all your stuff and even some things. Things and Stuff. Just like Amazon, but in person. I'm Jason. Hey, it's KJ, and in this week's episode, we welcome Brendan in Jersey to the third chair. We kick it all off with our week in review, where we review our weeks. Well, really, we just talk about a keen discovery I made while eating this week. Up next, we'll talk about something that I can't remember, but I'm still going to sound excited about it, so you'll want to listen. It's totally worth it. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback, plus a bonus recommendation from Brendan to close out the week. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happen. The things that happen. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So, what's up this week? Good is up. We have the winner of the third chair competition sitting with us today. Brendan in Jersey, welcome to the third chair. It's good to be here. And thank you for not saying my name on the air. (laughs) Yeah, I use (laughs) the word competition loosely. As it wasn't really a competition. It was a throw-your-name-in-a-hat situation. It was a sweepstakes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, winner? And this I use And I also <laughs> use the, the term winner loosely. <laughs> this, you get to hang out with us yes. and do this stupid thing? <laughs> you are the winner. <laughs> Welcome, Brennan. Uh, it's good to be and here. Thanks for joining us. So what's been going on? Ugh, you know, it's... <laughs> We're off to a rip-roaring, Let's exciting, see, I had a, a... optimistic start here today. Yes, and, well, this isn't very optimistic, but I, I had a piece of glass in my fajita this week. Oh my gosh. What? Yeah, and it wasn't, um, it wasn't at a restaurant or anything. We made fajitas at home, and... Okay, you know where my mind goes on this. Yes, that's why I'm bringing it up. I just want to okay. hear what you, both of you, have to say on this. But I, I didn't have anybody to complain to. I didn't know if it came from us or if it was in the chicken or what. But I took a bite out of my chicken fajita and inside, I think it was the pepper, the, pe- the, the green pepper had a f- piece of glass in it. Like a sliver or like a chunk or like, you know, a marble? What are we talking I'd about I'd say it was in between a sliver and a chunk. So it was definitely, I put my tooth on it, and it, I could feel that it was hard and didn't belong there. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so what, wait a minute, what? What, uh, what grade are we in? Uh, what? How? Glass? Are you sure it's glass? Yeah. Like- uh-huh. I looked. We we analyzed it. We stopped the meal and we got an- the microscope out. Yep, and it. Yep. I thought at first maybe it was just really hard plastic, which also doesn't belong there, but it was no. definitely glass. Wow. So and, um, 
So you got the lab results back mm-hmm. saying that it was glass. What? I, you know, my first thought is, who's trying to kill you? <laughs> yeah, but I made the food. I can't oh. even blame the Hall of Famer. <laughs> the, so, the peppers, so you think it was from one of the peppers then? The peppers came from Aldi. So I guess okay. I could... I could. Aldi is trying to kill you. No, not Aldi. Aldi. Do we know this store in Aldi? Um, it, this is this a Midwest bias section? Oh, here? I thought you said Aldi as in somebody's name, as no. a friend of yours <laughs> who grew grows peppers <laughs> on their their forty acres that is adjacent to yours and brought it over and traded some peppers for like the use of a mule for a day or yeah, something. I'll like be that. the pepper farmer. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is Aldi, the grocery store. Yes, I know Aldi. Yeah. Okay, so we ha- that we have them in Jersey too. Okay, yeah, so that goes out. All right, so it's not just the Midwest. Well, this town just got an Aldi, and it's very, it's been a very big deal for this town because all the other grocery stores stink. So, okay, Aldi here where I live is considered the um, low rent. Yes, like, yes. It's it's the food that got rejected from the other grocery stores. It's the, you know what I'm saying? Well, there are things that you don't want to buy at Aldi, but they do have pretty good produce minus the oh, okay. pe- the green pepper. I was, with the glass I was about it. to say, this fits in with my, with my knowing, what I know of my, my knowing, with what I know about them, with my knowledge <laughs> of them, this fits in, which is, you don't want to buy anything there really unless you have to. Do you go to the, unless it's the sh- only option. Do you shop at the Aldi's and the Walmart's? I have been, I have been to Aldi before. Um. And I won't go back again unless just the other stores around here don't have. It's it's like going into. I've been watching rewatching Parks and Rec. It's like food and stuff. Their their <laughs> store that they they it has just like bins of ground beef and then like a hose pipe and then like a weather vane and two stuffed <laughs> taxidermy crows all on the same aisle. That's oh. what the Aldis here are like. Okay, the Aldi here is quite a bit different. We don't oh, have okay. any of that. It's actually a pretty nice Aldi. store, and there are a lot of, I mean, you definitely, you see people with stocking up on, in their carts, like their carts are jack full for the week, but it's got pretty good produce, min- minus, again, the pepper with the glass in it. <laughs> I was about to say, you're not, you're not helping your case. But I'm, I just don't know. I don't think it, I, I, my guess is that something some of, one of the dishware that we brought out of the dishwasher had a slight crack in it and fell out. I don't know. Seems like a likely story. <laughs> an, it's, a, it's an Aldi alibi. Now, wait a minute. The Hall of Famer did set the table. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. After you talked bad about her, you know, having to put her back to work. You know, if I, if I came there and I was injured and then you just put me to work, you know, whatever she was doing a couple of weeks ago, you said, well, she's finally able to do this and this and, you know, do yep. chores around the house. You know, I mean, maybe she's trying. Are you Kathy Bates in her? And she, now she's trying to James Con you. Is that what we're doing? Um, actually, she's now moved beyond. Two more weeks later, she is now driving a vehicle. Oh, oh man. So she can escape. She's out of here. She's not in the she's not even here right now. <laughs> All right, before we move too far, I want to know, I want to settle this debate of the the Aldi debate. Uh-huh. Okay, so you have said it's one of the nicer stores in your area and I've said it's discount food and stuff. Mhm. How is it in the New Jersey? How is it in like the north uh, east of the east? Yeah, northeast area, Brendan. 
Um, I don't have a whole lot of experience with it because there's not one like directly local to me. But all the mm-hmm. ones I've been to on the East Coast, and um, uh, yeah, I mean they're relatively nice. Like, I, oh. like I wouldn't have thought that they were low rent. Yeah, they've got the they've got the Daryl Lee licorice, so they're good with me. Is that something we should know? Uh, the Australian licorice, the best licorice around. They're importing from Australia. I guess. Okay, that's 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 either real good or real bad to me. That if you had Daryl Lee licorice, because it's real good. Okay. I don't okay, like licorice. And I got the bad. chicken. Where did we get the chicken? I think the chicken came from the family fair, the other grocery store in town. Mm-hmm. Is this so, the fair farm? Like the the fairs, like Hilda Fair and the Fair family farm. Is this a you, reference that I'm supposed to get that I'm not getting? No, I'm just assuming you know you got your peppers from Albie. Oh, Albie pepper farmer. The chickens, farmer? yeah. You you went you went next door. The chickens, to the yeah. Chicken farmer and saw them, you know, slaughter the chicken that you, you know, from you know was it? It came uh, from Fanny the Fanny Fair. She there you go. Yeah. Okay. So Fanny Fair might also be trying to kill me with a piece of glass. So that's chicken or pepper. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I found it in the chicken or the pepper or it could have been stuffed in the tortilla which also came from Albi the pepper farmer so after you found the glass in your mouth well I mean in your mouth is where you found it right yeah my teeth found it so it could have been anywhere in any one of those ingredients did you find more in there or was just that one piece just that one piece okay so how long ago was this Mm -hmm. sometime this week last week it's between now and the two weeks from the last show whenever so you probably would have bled to death internally by now if you'd eaten yes. a bunch of glass, right? Yeah, I should be safe. I should be safe. <laughs> okay, so you're you're in the clear. Yes, I think. Yeah, because how do you know that was the only piece that would be unusual? It'd be just as unusual as finding a piece of glass in your food would be to find only one tiny piece. Oh, of glass so in your you're food. saying that if it was you, you would not have continued to eat. You would have. Oh no! Oh, oh no! I ate the rest of it. No, okay. but there could have been little, you know minuscule pieces of glass yeah that are you know slowly yeah. cutting my intestines open yeah yeah, yeah. you just you know hmm. <laughs> i can't believe you continue to eat it well yeah that you have you you've not tasted my fajita recipe well it's not mine but the fajita recipe i use it's good it can i can't be the say that about many the history meals. of the world and if it has glass in it or potential <laughs> to have glass in it i am not eating it well i figured one i got the piece of glass then I got rid of it. There, surely there can't be any more glass. When's the, when's the last time you dropped something glass or broke something glass or was cleaning were cleaning up something glass that had broken? Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Like it a week later, everywhere. you always yeah. find like another little tiny piece that you're like, I cannot believe after sweeping and or vacuuming and or mopping this entire area, I still found more for like a couple of weeks later. Yeah, so now you're making me feel, you're making me nervous. Well, if it would have been that bad, you would have, you would know by now. Yeah. You would know by now. Yeah, basically it was, oh, here's a piece of glass. Let's go check out. We stopped eating for a little bit, went inside, because we were eating outside, because it was a lovely day. Went inside, got the microscope out. No, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. glass. Went back out and finished my meal. The spectral analyzer. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So. So that's another thing I don't do is eat outside. Um, okay. 
is what, are, would the, you what eat, are the reasons? Why would you ever eat outside once indoors was invented? Well, you don't live in Minnesota. True. And <laughs> cooped up Check. all winter, the first sign of any nice day, the patio furniture comes out and will eat outside. But there's like bugs and stuff outside. Yeah, if it's if there are bees, I don't care. Well, we don't really have many bugs yet. But if there are bees, I do come in the house because I'm deathly afraid of bees. I'm just not an outdoor eating person. Like picnics, outdoor patios. Like if if we go to a restaurant and they say, hey, you could eat on the veranda. I'm like, nah, I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> what about you, Brendan? Do you, are you an outdoor eater or indoor or do you have a preference? No preference. Um, it, it all depends. Like, um, I mean, particularly at the beginning of spring, you know, sometimes you have a situation where it's actually, uh, cooler outside than it is inside because they're still running the heat. So mm. in, in that situation, I'll go for the patio, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely more of an indoors person cause, cause I don't like to be hot. So there you go. Yeah, and and it's usually the opposite in the summer for me. I will, it's usually, most people think it's too hot here in the summer, so they'll eat inside where the air conditioner is. Too hot in Minnesota? What's, like, what, what are oh, we talking yeah. about? Oh, yeah. It gets really hot and muggy here. Like 85? 85, 90s, yeah. And with, you know, <laughs> the climate changing, it's been in the hundreds. Yeah, it gets hot here. And humid. Mm. So people want to sit indoors with the, a- AC, but they crank the AC way too cold, and so I usually request to go outside more in the summer than than most people. What was that? I think that was like my a phone. cell phone. Oh, okay, <laughs> it just sounded like it was KJ very went, close. <laughs> it sounded like yeah, Fanny Fanny Fair <laughs> Fanny Fair's animals got a little too close. Those cows to are, are climbing yeah. through the ruined windows. I probably too hot outside for the cows. I probably yeah. shouldn't have set it down right next to my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like it. Ca- I, I was thinking it might have been KJ's computer or something. As well. uh-uh. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> not that time. <laughs> so, so I guess that proves that you don't have the text tone yet. Of, or I guess my, my, maybe that wasn't someone texting you the "I love goo" text tone. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I can't remember the last time I used an actual ringtone for anything because I just leave my phone on vibrate all the time. Uh-huh. That is a hundred percent true. Yeah. And I, I, the whole through that, that whole thing we were talking about that whole conversation. I was like, does anybody actually do this anymore? Where they change the sound of their like tones for different people or different things? And I'm like, I, I could not tell you what my phone sounds like when it rings anymore because no. I haven't heard it in three years. Yeah, I leave mine on vibrate too. But the I like goo. May show up in the at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> somebody made a somebody made a ringtone. Didn't That's they? right, Joe. Yeah. yeah, somebody actually did it. Yep. That's funny. Somebody actually did it, and I played That's my kind it. Of joke. And um, I was like, "Yep, that's my voice." I guess I said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I thought I said I'm good. You think with we goo. were lying. I thought that I would be no. There'd be no evidence to the contrary. But somebody said, did find it. Yeah, you said both. And it was the, just the perfect, like, <laughs> no sound from anybody else on either side of it. It was made to be made into a clip or something. <laughs> it's, like you, it's like we recorded and went, okay, everybody's silent on the set. Okay, we're going to take this, this, this third take. Let's get it right this time. Three, two, one, go. 
And then you said it. And I was, it's just perfect. Speaking of foreshadowing audio clips coming up in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, don't let me forget we have a voicemail Ooh. that we Ooh. received, too, that we will okay. play. Somebody actually feedback. called the number? Uh, yeah, I get, get a, some calls every now and then, but you know, about once a week, someone will leave a voicemail. So this is, this is a good one. Mm. Um, stay tuned. Well, that's it. That's it. I had glass in my fajita, and that's about it. That's what you get for eating outside. Yeah, you're right. I was outside. Maybe something. Maybe some glass fell from the heavens. I don't know. Could have been. You don't don't like bees. What, what animal makes glass? Does an <laughs> animal make glass? Like um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. So that animal, that little insect, could have been flying around and just like, I mean, that's basically poop. It just pooped it out into your fajita, and then you ate it. So you I'm ate so, eat, uh, bug poop. I'm so happy that I finished that fajita. <laughs> yeah. Technically, I yeah. didn't eat it because I bit into it and then took it out, threw it away. Oh, so you, the the at least you didn't swallow the mouthful of glass. Right. The mouthful that had the glass in it, you spit out. Right. Once I once we took it out and put it under the microscope, I did not put it back in my mouth and eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just like though. I mean, that's just like everything else. Like you go in a bathroom or anywhere. It's like if you really got out, you know, if you got sciency on it, it's you know, fecal matter covers everything all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't want to yeah. go there. Well, I mean, I don't mind going in. That stuff doesn't bother me. <laughs> it shouldn't bother you eating glass. <laughs> I did not eat the glass. That you know of. Yes. I might and have you eaten. Would, I, you, you would have known by now. It's, at least you didn't eat pieces big enough to do any damage, which is good, because that'd be real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I do not want to talk about fecal matter on my TV remote or fecal matter on the elevator <laughs> door buttons, because that I just can't think about that. Everywhere, all the time. <laughs> Just a light dusting. A light <laughs> dusting everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Perfect way to end that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In these days and times, people need to know what's trending. What's trending? 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 What's trending now? Hashtag tic-tac-toe, a pound sign, flashback, throwback, favorites in top five. Now turning back on Twitter from Instagram, was Garoppolo hacked by some local scam? Nikki and Remy Ma battling verse, Richard Simmons missing and Jurassic giving birth. Whether it's intentional or maybe a wolf, now Arium fosters out fighting some wolves. Maybe some pain that no one clicks on. Text for days like you're awesome because Hey BBC News, work from home, dude Go ahead, take a bow You watch trending now Trending now? 
is another installment of Is This Okay? Now you Is this a segment within a segment yeah, within a segment? You may not <laughs> you may not remember the first installment of Is This Okay? because I don't think I ever called it that. I'm calling it that now. The first installment of this Is This Okay was when I asked if it was okay to bring donuts from my local mom and pop bakery to the Caribou Coffee and eat them while we ordered our coffee and at the Caribou Coffee. That was the first installment, if you remember that. No. Okay, well, you don't have to remember that to, re- to know to participate in the second installment. Excellent. I'm glad that I'm glad we reviewed it. Good. I'm glad for we, no reason. Yes, you don't have to know that. So yes, we reviewed it for no reason. Backstory. Yeah. That's what like, we do. Uh, that's what we do. This is like this is the Game of Thrones of podcast segment storytelling <laughs> lore. Did, You've given us all this information that did not boil down and matter whatsoever. That's right. Did you did you bring Game of Thrones up because you know that both Brendan and I watch it and you don't? Um. Well, I mean, I didn't know that Brendan watched it. I yeah, know that I, I, don't I actually watch don't. It. I don't watch it actually. Oh, you don't oh. watch it? Okay. Well, I watch it. Sorry. And? Are you caught up? I'm caught up. And um. I mean, it's over now, right? It's over. Mercifully. <sighs> I. I'm usually one that's okay with... Oh, here we go. I'm usually one that's okay with however show writers want to end things, but I thought that was dumb. I just thought it was a dumb way to end it. I didn't... You heard it here first, I didn't folks. like it, but I still like the whole series, and all, all in all, I'm happy. I don't feel like I wasted, you know, eight seasons of my life, however many hours of... <laughs> like James Cunningham one. This was a, this is the worst thing ever in the history of the world on Twitter. Whatever he said, that was making me oh, laugh. I didn't I'm like, see that. <laughs> yes, he hated it. Hated it. I. It seems to have been a poor, poor reaction, or like a negative reaction from mm-hmm. most people that I saw on Twitter. But did you see Aaron Rodgers rail on it? No. Aaron Rodgers was in it, right? He was in the he. Wait a minute. He, he was in it. Yeah, he played some warrior in one of the final episodes he got a chance to be me? on it yeah and then he went around he turned around after they let him be on the show and just railed against the ending well i think he has more of a right than if he hadn't been on it well because if they if they'd invited me on and i'd have been a guest star or whatever as a stunt casting which is the only thing that can be because he's definitely not an actor yeah it was, he doesn't even have like even in his commercials it's like okay this guy's not an actor I knew he so, was going to be on, and I didn't. Oh. I didn't recognize him. I didn't. I never saw him. I still don't know who he was. So basically, they just dressed him up in like wolf pelts and yeah, had him run around much, there. Pretty much. Yeah, he was. Okay. He was an extra. Like he was just like in a oh. battle scene, and uh, somebody think they found where he was, and he just like gets killed. Like it's. It was. <laughs> I mean, it was nothing. It was nothing remarkable. Mm-hmm. Was it by a guy that had like a purple? jersey with like a viking helmet on that, <laughs> that killed him <laughs> that'd have been funny See, that would have been funny yes i will say that the costuming of or like the, a bear had like mauled him the wildlings in the show is closest to if it had to be any nfl team it's closest to the vikings year okay yeah so uh, yeah i i think he has full rights if he was there on the set and was like oh this is cool this is going to be great and then saw the final cut because this is this is my thing with most movies and tv shows is we don't give enough blame and or credit to 
directors and producers who oversee everything because they're the director's job. And Brendan can speak to this probably more than I can um, is their job is to oversee everything and see the big picture and to see like, okay, this one individual scene may look cool, but when you put it together, if you cut it in the wrong order or as an editor, as I've done before, you can make dramatic changes in how something appears and the story that you tell just in the editing. Mm -hmm. And so to be there on the set and see all this cool stuff happening or to even to be an actor that, you know, they're you're they're not an extra, but like a featured player that you have speaking lines and they give you a part to say and you say it and you think you're coming across one way. You can't see yourself. So until you see it and how it's edited together, they could portray it in many different ways. And the direct you have to completely trust the director that, OK, I'm coming across the way that's going to best fit this scene that he's got in his or he or she has got in her, their mind that's going to jump off the screen or, or have the impact or have the necessary, you know, what it needs for this particular point in the show. And the director is in charge of that. And the director, which I, I'm assuming these two guys, the showrunners, directed the last episode because that's the way it always works. Um, I have no if idea. If you're bad, I think, this, this goes back I think to my George else Lucas thing. It. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think like I, th- I I'm not sure that I don't I don't think the writers, the two writers directed it. I think they had somebody like on board uh, to direct the last season in particular. Okay. But they're they're basically uh, though that that think tank of people, that group of people is in charge of how the show comes out. And right. That's how it's the the final product basically of editing it together. Because most most of the time, even if you have a, somebody who's not a director, uh, if they're the showrunner. They're they're having some sort of input into the final cuts and edits of, of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think there's a so, there's also with this particular show, people are just mad because the original author of the books didn't finish. So the writers of the show had to write their own story. And so I think this, that yes. they're like, Well, George R. R. Martin would have done it better, you know. But I, didn't they supposedly get input from him? I don't know. I think George R. R. Martin said, I'm done with this. I'm going to just rake in the money. Y'all can finish it. I think he gave them, like, the beats that he had yes. in mind. But, I mean, nothing more than that. And it could have also been him going, let's see how this, this let's focus group this with these millions of people that watch this show to see if they like the uh-huh. way this story ends. And then, and then it. if it yeah. sucks... I'll re I'll I'll change it in the book to the other way I was thinking, and people will go, "Well, he's a genius. Yeah. They should have just followed the book. Yeah. It's brilliant." Look, I, yeah. I if if the show had ended the way I wanted it, I, just because it didn't end the way I wanted it to, doesn't mean that it wasn't. I'm fine with it. Right. I just yeah, I still think that, yeah. it was. I don't. I didn't like it, but that doesn't mean that it's a terrible show. I just didn't like the way they wrapped it all up. I would have gone a it different seems, direction, but they didn't yeah, pay it me seems to do poorly, it. It seems poorly ended and poorly done. And the thing that I've heard is the last two seasons, which are the two seasons that went beyond the book, were rushed or not very well written. And that's, an e- that's easy to look back and say, well, the book stopped here, so I'm going to blame everything from here forward. Mm-hmm. But also, this is my thing. You know, you know where I'm coming from on this, mm-hmm. which is HBO should have just stopped the show right there and waited on the books. Yeah, but they weren't going to do that because they didn't. No, they didn't they're making risk, too much money. Yeah, they didn't want to risk that. They're money making loss. it's it's the greed. <laughs> okay, they should not have let this go on for two more seasons. Yeah, yeah, maybe mm. maybe not. But I because it's not like wait, maybe I'm confused because it's not like George R. R. Martin 
it's not like he's put out half a book. He's it's a series of books. So everything that they knew up until what season six, I guess, were that book ended there. I right? think so. I haven't read any of the books. Right. It's, I mean, I'm 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 pretty sure it's a series of books because like the first, yes, it it's is. the Song of Fire and Ice, but the first one is the Game of Thrones, and then it goes on. And I don't know how many books it is, but they should have just stopped it with that series of books, even though it's not the the overarching um, story of the entire thing, the entire Song of Fire and Ice, that book had to end somewhere in some form. Even if it was a cliffhanger, you could leave it there. You could, and call, and you know, stop it right there. Why, why not do that? And the answer is always money. Is money. Yep. Now, I'm, not compl- I'm only complaining about the story. I'm not complaining about the cinematography, the visuals. The, I think it was beautifully filmed. Oh, that one shot I saw was awesome. Of Dragon Queen? And the wind, yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Yep. But the, and, and if it would have been tied up in a bow like I was prepared for and that I would have probably liked, it, people would have been mad at that. So you're not going to please hardly anyone, any, no matter what. Well, you can do it well and. But somebody's going to be mad. The majority of people. People are still pissed well, I mean, off about Sopranos ending. Well, yeah. I, I can understand that too. But. I didn't realize until this week that I read a story about it that they shot a pilot for this show with different actors and went back and like recast people because HBO said, no, nah, this is not good enough. For Game of Thrones? So there's like, there's like a pilot, ep- the original pilot episode oh. with like different people in it. Don't ever, re- I'd like to see it, but don't ever release yeah. it. They'll never release that because no, that won't. Like, like big parts, like uh, what's her face? Um, um, Daenerys Targaryen? Yeah. She she was played by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just can't you can't visualize that no matter if even if that person was way better than her. Right. So, mm. enough talk about a show that neither of you have seen. I'm the only one that's seen it or care about. Yeah. yeah. The second installment of Is This Okay came up for me because of something that I witnessed this past weekend. So, we're driving and we stop at one the of- Game of Thrones finale. So here, I have some thoughts about that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead. So we stop at a gas station. Um, a popular, popular chain around here. One of my favorite gas stations. Quick Trip, which doesn't matter in the story. But, you know, I like Quick Trip. So Quick Trip can sponsor this podcast if they want. Ga- it's, you know, one of those big gas stations in a convenience store. So they have coffee and they have microwave that you you know and they have donuts and they have everything almost except for tires and real know, food real food yeah but they so they have don't they have a microwave there and they have you can buy burritos from the cooler and heat up your burrito in the microwave so i'm getting my coffee and to my left is a microwave and then while i'm still waiting for my coffee I look over to my left, and a lady comes in with a um, a plastic bag that does not say Quick Trip on it, just a clear plastic bag, and she takes out a container of leftover Chinese food that most definitely did not come from Quick Trip. She brought this in, and she brought in a paper plate, and she proceeded to take the Chinese food out and heat it up in Quick Trip's microwave, and then she left. <laughs> Is okay. this okay? How bad did it smell? Um, is it like is it like leftover fish in the microwave? No, it didn't. In, I didn't really smell a whole lot. 
Well, then I thought it's okay. So it's all about the smell. It's how, it's how bad are you disturbing the other patrons of the store, yeah. And were there people in line waiting behind her to use the microwave, that kind of stuff? She bought nothing else. I don't care. Mm. There are people that go in there and use the bathroom all the time and don't buy anything, I'm sure. Oh, yes. I'm one of those yeah. people. Yeah. I've done that. So that water probably costs more than the electricity to power that microwave. Uh-huh. So. So. How is this different? You point one finger at someone, you got three pointing back at you is what I'm saying. So how is this different than she brought her Chinese food in, she heated mm-hmm. it up. We brought our donuts in from somewhere else. It's not. I'm I'm on the side of do whatever you want. As long as it's not, as long as someone doesn't tell you don't do this and, and or I'm going to throw you out. Was there a sign that said no outside food in our microwaves? I didn't. I have not seen that sign. Of course, I'm not there looking might, for that sign. There might be one now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Brendan, where are you on this? Uh, I respect the hustle of it, but if yes. you get if you get caught, you you, you like you got to take the loss on it. So that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that if you get caught, you she you don't you can't put up an argument. You have yeah. to leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. You can't argue with it. But if you can get away with it, I don't have a problem with it. A hundred percent. I think it's if they, a... if they, it's more than just to get away with it to me. It's uh, do the employees there care? If they're like, hey, please don't do this. I'd be like, oh, you're right. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm out. Mm-hmm. Or I'd buy something. If they don't yeah. say anything or seem to care, I'm going to do it every day until they tell me to stop. Yeah. You eat that much Chinese food? <laughs> I never eat Chinese food. Oh. So what if it, if it, so it, okay, let's just branch this out a little bit. So, you know, the places that say restrooms are for paying customers only, do you then go in and use the restroom only and not buy anything? Just kind of push your no, luck? No, I try to, I try to respect what they're trying to do there. Yeah. If they bother to put up a sign, I'm not going to do it. I will buy something. Uh-huh. I might buy, yeah. you know, something that costs 20 cents. Like a cents, Snickers which, bar or whatever. Yeah. Which is going to be a dollar nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I will buy something if it says, if they have a sign up that's posted. Yes. It also depends so on I. how bad I got to go. Yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. you go and then you come out and buy it. You don't do the oh, other way around, do you? Well, I'm not buying Snickers bars to go into the bathroom to use the bathroom <laughs> where all the fecal matter is and then eating the Snickers bar afterwards. Well, the no. fecal matter is everywhere, not just in the bathroom. That's true. Right? I mean, but, I mean, that's the source of it. <laughs> okay. Once you get to that source. It's like on the, it's like an aliens when when they got the little thing and it's like doot, doot, you may everywhere you see like a little bitty red beep but then at some point you get it and it's like you're surrounded by the dots and it's going that's the bathroom. Okay, so so if they had a sign that especially at a gas station, yeah, and with the changing tables in there. Um, so if they had a sign that said "Do not bring outside food in," just like paying customers may use the bathroom only. You would, you'd draw a hard and fast rule. No, you wouldn't do it. But if there's no sign, you try Correct. to get away with it. Yeah. If they're taking time to put a sign up and investing in the money, the, you know, $20 it takes to make that sign and taking the time to put it up. $20? It means they really don't want you, yeah. What kind of sign is that? Pretty nice sign. I would say so. I'm just going to take a piece of paper and write on a marker. Write with a marker. Well, then I ain't respecting you. Then. See? Okay, so now it's about the artistic. Or oh no! The gra- it's how the much do you actually care sign? about this? Yeah. No, it's it's the intent that's 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 implied 
because remember, I ha- that's how I have to read stuff is in context. Mm-hmm. And if you have it written in magic marker or Sharpie on a piece of notebook paper, loose leaf paper that's half with has tears around the edges, I don't think you actually really care. You just felt obligated. Your boss told you to put this up there or somebody told you to put this up there and you don't really care. But if you have a nice placard, you know, with like the, like the gold filigree around the edges, it says, thou shalt not doth eat outside food in this interior, then of course, yeah, then I'm, I'm respecting that. The condition of the sign should not matter if there's a sign. Yeah, the sign implies the intent. If my boss told me to do it and that's all I cared about, it's still the boss's, if I didn't care about the sign, it's still the boss's will that people don't heat up the food. If the boss actually cared, they would go to the level of actually buying the sign and putting it up or checking your work to make sure you did a good job. And if an employee put up a notebook sign with Sharpie in my establishment, they would no longer be an employee of that establishment if they didn't fix it. I wouldn't use a notebook. Let's I would use at least Xerox paper, a blank piece of paper. No, paper's paper. I don't know. The notebook Mm. lines, I I think that's more trashy. That's like the all actually. The, I respect the, I respect the notebook lines, the loose leaf better than I do, because <laughs> you actually bought a notebook, and you didn't steal paper from some copier machine at you know the FedEx down the road. Okay, you thieves. So I, I'm like, hey, you stole this, so I'm gonna you know steal your electricity. Turnabout is fair play. You don't think there's any printers in those gas stations? then why aren't you printing a sign if it's a printer in the gas station is my next question. I think that's a good question. So, I, so you go, you're going out of your way to write this yes. to make this look bad on, on a piece of paper. Yes, because my when words. When you could have printed it out. My words on the written paper have more meaning than some generic font. Oh, no, you can't write as good as font. No, mm. but I can write intent. I can write tone. I can underline oh, things can three times. I can do three exclamation marks. I can draw emojis. You can do all that. I'm not doing any of this, by the way. Even better. Clip art, you know, <laughs> you could have the, you could have the little the little paper clip on there with the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't tell me those are around. I don't do word documents. Are those guys still around? Clip art? I'm sure it is. No, does. no, the, the little dude that helps you out, he pops up on oh, your Clippy. screen. No, they you Clippy. Yeah. They killed off Clippy years ago. Oh. Yeah, they straightened him out <laughs> into a wire. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly. Uh. Like Egon uh, straightening his uh, part of his slinky that he had as a kid. There you go. <laughs> so they rewired him is what you're saying? <sighs> Not even you, Brendan. Come on. <laughs> No, not even. What do you mean, not even? So uh, that's some highbrow comedy right there. You, so was this you? Did you use the microwave for the, to heat up the Chinese food? I did not, but I think that's okay. not a bad idea. If I'm on a road trip, where are you getting Chinese food from on a road trip? Well, if I'm traveling somewhere and I've got leftover Chinese, let's say I stopped somewhere the night before how are you getting leftovers on a road trip because you stop let's say i'm driving i'm coming to visit you in atlanta i go to chinese food i have a leftover you better not bring that. any chinese food that you that you got in kentucky to my house so i can't use a microwave at your house for my leftover chinese not from ohio you can't i'm not going through ohio i'm not that stupid what, what how okay so what would you go through illinois Hashtag state indiana Wars. um I don't know what I do. 
Well, I'm just saying, from several states away, you better not bring Chinese food to my house, is all I'm saying. Because <laughs> that sounds disgusting. Look, I don't eat Chinese food, so I may be the wrong person to talk about this. And before we get into this and people online say, you should try the real stuff, blah, blah, blah. I've been to China. I've eaten, I've eaten actual Chinese food. I don't like it. It's just not my thing. I like Japanese food. I like Korean food. Chinese food is just has a, it's just the flavor and the seasoning and just the, the way things, like traditional Chinese food. I'm not into it. So end of discussion right well, there. I'll Debate eat all over. the Chinese food. Yeah. So, but if there's especially no sign up at your leftovers. House, though, if there's no sign up at your house, I'm going to use the microwave. Well, believe me, I have signs now. Okay. I have signs by the time you get here. But you know what I mean? If you don't, you've never been on a road trip and gone out to eat and had leftovers and no, didn't know what to do with them? Because I'm not taking that in the car with me. Oh, Are you well, crazy? Then you don't have a cooler? We carry a cooler. We, road trips are a big deal. You get it's the still big in cooler. the car. Yeah, but it's in the cooler. You're not smelling it. It's not, it's not, it's more than just the smell. It's the restaurant food in a car does not work. Unless you're eating it all at once on the road, you, which that I can respect. You know when it works is when you take it to a gas station and heat it up. Then it works. <laughs> no, it does not, because then you get kicked out of the gas station and banned. Well, this lady did not get kicked out or banned. I don't know how I feel about it. I, there's no hard and fast rule for me. I'm not pulling a Jolene where it's like, no, you cannot do that. Or a Hall of Famer, no, you cannot do that. Mm-mm. I'm cool with it all. I, I'm more now concerned that you take leftovers in your car on a road trip more than I am about this lady heating up food in a microwave. I, I'm just using that as an example. I mean, How? I don't go on many road trips these days. But I but have you, done that, yes. That's a, that's a new one Brendan, have you never done this? Uh, if oh, you're I'm, on a seven-day road trip, let's just say you're on a road trip. You're driving from here, from New Jersey... To the moon, to a seven-day road trip. Where are you going? <laughs> to San Francisco. You're stopping. You make it like an you, hour a day. Yes, you're stopping. You're taking. You're taking in the country. Route sixty-six. Anybody? No. Look, I mean, I'm someone that doesn't fly, so I like road trips. Oh, I do too. No, I mean, if you have leftovers and you got a cooler, that's fine by me. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Sure. I'm just not bothering to take a cooler in the first place. We're going to Iowa later today, and we have a huge cooler we're bringing. <laughs> you have a freezer on a trailer behind your car. Yes. That you're pulling that's got, like, the deer that you shot, you know, in December. Yeah, And, like, yeah. a couple of squirrels and a couple of quail and, you know. I don't. Uh, no, not me. Someone else can shoot the deer. More of the chickens. That's what you should do. You should just put like a live chicken coop on that trailer from the farm next door and put like chickens in there and take a, a couple and they'll lay eggs and then you can get up in the morning and eat the eggs and then that afternoon you can kill and eat the chickens. Road trip, meal, situation solved. That's too much work. I'd rather just take a leftover Chinese container into a gas station and <laughs> heat it up in the microwave and go to the bathroom at the same time and not buy a thing. Sure. But I, I, I really cannot... I, I've taken many, many, many road trips in my lifetime because I did a bunch in college and then like when I was working. <laughs> you can't get over I this. worked. No, I cannot. I've never heard of anybody taking leftovers from like an actual restaurant in the car and eating them like the next day. And here's the other thing. For most people that I've seen eat Chinese food, they're just eating it out of like the little paper, like white, like, you know, trapezoidal carton. 
out of the refrigerator. Yeah, but you they're can't not even put that in the microwave. You have to take it out of because the- you're not. No, but they're not even heating it up. They're just eating it cold out of the refrigerator. No, I don't do that. I don't. I can't eat cold leftover Chinese or like leftover. Yeah. I don't like cold pizza either. Cold pizza is better than cold Chinese, though. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm not eating any of it, so. Let me clarify. I do not eat leftovers cold. You know what grows on that stuff in your refrigerator? And or cooler? Just overnight? Fecal matter? Just the amount of bacteria? Well, yeah, the fecal matter is what is the genesis of the bacteria that grows into stuff that is actually has arms and legs and can crawl around. It's microscopic, but you know, you have the microscope from doing the glass analysis so you could look at it and see. I'm now wondering if you ever eat any leftovers at all. Not if I don't have to. So you get a new meal every day? Well, yeah. Brendan, do you you eat leftovers? Now, I'm not talking about road trip. I'm talking about at home. Yeah. So this is your problem, Jason. You just don't like leftovers. Yeah, I think that's the issue here. Make the right amount of food to begin with. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Is Jason's wife listening? No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe Jason's wife doesn't cook meal for everybody in the household but if, i was gonna if say she, that's 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 quite the assumption there if she has to make a if she has to calculate the exact amount of portions that makes it even harder she does a great job with that actually. the assumption that i made was not an assumption i just know mm-hmm. i just know that the woman's in the kitchen that's what you assume no no i kind of know some inside info there right yeah i i I, I cook stuff by dumping it into a bowl and putting it in the microwave. So that's that's my cooking. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, just but like don't if I open a can of beans, I eat the entire can of beans. If I open up, you know, you know, some pack of cheese, I eat the entire thing. I only have that issue with Oreos and other treats. <laughs> mm. That's probably not well. None of the actually a block of cheese is probably not good for you either. No, I. Hmm. No, nah, not great. No. I am I have a small stomach and I don't mean like flat six pack. I mean small in that I can't handle <laughs> eating that much at a time. So I almost always I almost never finish a meal at a restaurant. Right. And I will clarify this by saying I I I do eat leftovers every now and then. Okay. Like if we make pasta like when and we by we I mean Jason's wife makes pasta like on a Monday, I'll eat it like on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, so that cl- that qualifies as leftovers. Yeah. But you're not Do doing I... that in the road on a road trip. No, and I'm not doing that with restaurant food either. What's the problem with what? restaurant leftovers? They somehow I... grow more microscopic fecal matter? I'm sure well yeah, well yeah, the more people touch it and more people breathe on it, so obviously. Oh, okay. But it's something about it that it it never ages well. It well the next. So day, I've learned over the years. Just mm, it's never it's never it's not a good scene there. Okay, well I do need to clarify. I wasn't I was not <laughs> able to finish this sentence before. If I'm on the road and I have leftovers from I'm visiting not you, Brendan. I'm visiting you in Jersey. <laughs> okay, and I mm-hmm. I we went out to Chinese food. And then now I'm driving the next day to New York. 
I have, if I have that leftover with me in the cooler, I might bring that into the hotel. If the hotel has a microwave, I'm going to eat that the next day. Yeah, 100%. But if it doesn't have a microwave, I'm not going to just sit in the car as we travel down the miles and chomp it with a fork. I'm not eating it in the car. I'm eating it, unless it's a cold leftover, then I will. Yeah, but by the time you stop at the next place, there's other restaurants there to buy food from. Yes, but I'm if I have leftover food, I'm not wasting it. Unless there's really this. a restaurant that we really want to go to, then I, yeah, I, I that makes sense. I when I'm traveling, I'm spending money. Okay, that's just the way I, I just I just go into any kind of trip knowing. I'm just going to just throw the budget out the window. We're spending money. Not like ridiculous, you know, I'm not, you know, with Bonnie with the gun shooting the dollar <laughs> bills at everybody. But if we're, if we're out, if we're on a trip, if we're away from home, we're going out to places to eat and we're pretty much doing what we want in terms of, I mean, we're, we're, we're like, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, the Palm every night and buying an $80 steak. But like if we go to a, you know, a mid-tier, low-tier restaurant, you know, not fast food, but, you know, not super nice either. You know, something like, you know, name a, name a restaurant. McDonald's. R- Ruby no. Tuesdays. Yeah, there you go. That's, a go- that, that's exactly what I was, that, that level, uh-huh. not McDonald's. I don't go to McDonald's. I don't eat I McDonald's. don't either. Actually, I hadn't eaten at McDonald's in probably 10 years. Wow. At least. McDonald's is one of those places where I go and, and don't buy anything but use the facilities and leave. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I, that's acceptable. The, I don't have a problem with the that. The bathroom entrance is a different <coughs> entrance than the build than the than the front counter, so you can usually just sneak in and sneak out. Wait a minute. Oh, you mean it has like a side door? Yeah, side door. Like, this is like an outhouse. outhouse. No, no. I'm like, what McDonald's are you going to in you know the wilds of Minnesota <laughs> yeah, that has well, an outhouse? Minnesota is different, different state. Yeah, it's like Canada Junior. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so if I'm going to a place on the road, if I'm traveling, I'm you know I'm eating. I'm going out places, but I I understand taking leftovers. I will say this, and I think this is, I figured out my problem with this stuff, is last year when we were in D.C. when we were all there, mm-hmm. we went to it was me and Jason's wife, and um, young Stat and young Stat wife went to, um. Cheesecake factory, place. right? No, we did not go oh, to the Cheesecake okay. Factory. Or maybe we did. No, they went to the Cheesecake Factory after to get cheesecake. We went to an re- actual restaurant. I say that like the Cheesecake Factory is <laughs> not a restaurant. We went to a, an Italian place them. before that. No, do not. <laughs> um, the, um, the place that we went, when you order an entree, you get another one for free. Wow. So mm-hmm. we all ordered food. And then we also got an extra. They brought this giant bag of food unopened, like, you know, sealed up in like, the, you know, like little metal, not metal, tinfoil containers. So we took that back to the hotel, put that in the refrigerator at the hotel, and then we ate that the next day. It was like three o'clock in the morning, yeah. but we ate it. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> that, I remember that Sunday morning. a picture or yeah. hearing a text about a 3 a.m. <laughs> pasta. 3 a.m. pasta, yeah. So, and I had no problem with that. And there was a microwave in the room, so we did that. The... I think it to me is have I eaten this before and am I is this just a leftover piece of food that I've eaten off of from a restaurant I'm not eating this the next day 
But if it is a sealed up meal, I'm fine with it. So if it's half, I don't want the bacteria from my own. Yeah, because I don't want the bacteria that came out of my own mouth that has gotten mixed up with this food because you're eating with the fork (laughs) or you're taking a bite out of it to to linger and build in there. I don't trust my own self. My own mouth is trying to kill me. So is what I'm saying. Well, that's one take. Yeah. So if it's fresh, if it's fresh, I'll eat it. And fresh means nobody has eaten off of it, including myself. But don't you, sometimes you go to a restaurant, like two years ago in D.C., we went to the Italian restaurant, Mm -hmm. and the meal was so delicious that you couldn't wait to get into it the next day. Oh, no, not me. One time was enough. It was awesome, and it was great. That was that experience. I'm on to the next one. Yeah, I can understand that. On to Cincinnati, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. But... No, I'm not going to Cincinnati to eat anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's Suck that's probably that's probably a good take. Yes. All their skyline chili or whatever the crap that they talk oh, about yeah. all the time. That's that's a plate of garbage is what it is. Brendan, do you have any insults you want to hurl at Ohio? Because Jason and I have already both insulted Ohio today. Uh, no, I actually I don't really have a problem with Ohio because they have Cedar Point and that's an amazing place. Cedar oh, Point. Yeah. I've been to Cedar Point. I have no problem have with well. Ohio either. Um, yeah, I also have, have no problem, problem with, with Ohio. leftovers. It's, it's Kentucky that has the problem with Ohio. Do they? And rightfully so. Yeah. Okay. We know people that live in Kentucky. We do. Right? And we know people that live mm-hmm. in Ohio. Yeah. Well, they can, they, can, they can elaborate on this, shine some light on this. Yeah, what are we talking about again? <laughs> leftovers. Leftovers, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, know, Microwaves. you know how I operate. I, I, we travel with food always because I need to eat every couple hours. I ha- bring snacks to the golf course. As you well know, because you had yes. some. The mango strips. Or mango, dried mango. Mm-hmm. Patrick Moffat, here's looking at you. He hates dried <laughs> fruit. Um, and macadamia nuts. Yeah, I ain't eating those. Yeah. Very um, lovely snacks. There was no Little Debbie there. I mean, Drake's. Sorry, Claire. <laughs> so uh, have we got any response yet on our third or our fourth for golf this year? Not that I've seen. Although Sully from Boston, maybe? I don't know. James Cunningham was ready to ditch his old team. (laughs) See, no, that's not what we don't want to do. No, we don't. If you already had a team, this is a, if you're new, if you're coming to this with, or you didn't have a team before, even if you played last year, if you didn't have a team, which I think was maybe like one or two people, Mm -hmm. um, or if you are new this year to it and need a team, we're just saying, you know, we need, we need a fourth. And this is a temporary team position, too. Temporary, yes. Yeah. All right. I think we've beat the leftovers into the ground. Sure. I'm not eating it either way. <laughs> All right. Do we have a cast on the show this week? Answer no or yes. It's a binary thing. Do we have a cast? Do we have a cast? Answer no or yes. Um, yeah. He's been with us for the whole show. Can we move on now, please? Hey, you. Thanks for listening. We hope things are going well. The royal you. Not you specifically. I would be weird if I was specifically talking to you. you know. Not, not because you're weird or not. It, 
I would make it weird, you know. Anyway, um, you can send us feedback on Twitter at SpeakTangents, via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us actual mail if you can find the address. Or you can leave us a voicemail, 406-905-1912. Again, that number is 406. It probably spells something terrible. And now, a new segment, our voicemail question of the week. Hi, my Chinese food hasn't shown up yet. Do you know where it is? My Chinese food hasn't shown up yet. Do you know where it is? Why, yes, I do. That lady in Iowa stole it, heated it up in a gas station microwave, and then ate it. So now, it's fecal matter. Do we have any feedback this week, leftover or otherwise? We do have we do have some Twitter feedback. So leftovers. He, pretty much these are all leftovers, yes. At Neil N. Rockville, two takeaways from the latest episode of Speaking of Tangents. Jason is still mm-hmm. hopeful that he will become Lady Gaga. And KJ mm-hmm. had never heard of Queen's Radio Gaga, though it is likely the summit of one of the top five moments in rock history. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to say, I was pretty shocked when you said you had <laughs> never heard that song before. Um, but now I have actually, through what I call QE, have heard this song a few times since last week. And now I feel like I've heard it all my life. Mm. Do, you have, yeah. do you ever have that where you hear a song and you, you think you've heard it before, but you don't know, and then you hear it again and it's like, oh yeah, I've heard that song. I know all the words. No. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> it just seems like I've heard it before. Like, I can't have been so familiar with it with only he- hearing it two or three times. But maybe Basically, it has that. you forgot that, that you, you, you had heard it, you just forgot. I probably had heard it. It, it just it certainly wasn't up there with some of Queen's biggest hits that I've heard a lot. Maybe it, Lady Gaga is the biggest hits, but not... When I was growing up, it was Bohemian Rhapsody and We Are the Champions and even Bicycle. But yeah, I don't. I don't know that it was that big a hit. Like after its initial, you know, release as a single, uh, right. assuming it was a single. But mm-hmm. that song, that song actually has um, uh, after after Hurricane Sandy hit, um, and the only way I could get news was like through my radio. That song kind of took on a new meaning for me. Hmm. Oh, yep. I bet. Yeah, but. When I first read this tweet, I thought that Neil was saying that he went to Live Aid at Wembley Stadium in 1985 because he included a link to a YouTube video of Queen singing Radio Gaga at Wembley Stadium. Oh, you think he filmed that? No, I don't think he filmed it, but I think he was there. I thought he was thought he I thought he wrote one of my top 5 moments in rock history. Oh, you mean Neil Wait, Neil wrote that song? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't he have been like fifteen? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe twenty. I don't. I'm not, I think he's a little bit older than me, but not not much. Well, he would have been one lucky teenager if he'd been there. <coughs> yeah, to fly to London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And uh, this next one is from when there was already a live aid in America. He could have gone to. <laughs> yeah, but was Queen at that one? No. Um, when we talked last week or last time with Anita about tennis, and I asked her who was the worst. Um, moaner, I guess. Uh, grunter, I think. Grunter. <laughs> I would not say moaner. Okay. Um, Bobby God and Bobby Godfrey 
weighed in, and I think he pretty much, I think Anita said the same thing, at Bobby Godfrey, Azarenka and Sharapova are definitely the worst. I think Anita had mentioned both of them as being the worst. And Bobby also gave us a YouTube link of the two of them, Azarenka and Sharapova, playing each other. And I think the video was like two or three minutes long, and I got about 30 seconds in, and I'm like, nope, no more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, nuh-uh. You see how miserable well, it is? Well, I had forgotten that it isn't just when they serve. It is every shot. Yeah, it's every every time they swing the racket. And it's like a long exhale. It doesn't just go away after like a half a millisecond. It's, yeah, not, no. I can see why she'd watch it on, on mute. Yeah. Okay, we, we took a quiz last show. Um... I can't remember exactly what the quiz was about. Marks. Famous I Marks. I we took a quiz, so. Famous Marks. Oh, and Anthony's. In Marks and Anthony's, yes. So we got a few tweets about that. From Kim Wilson at KimWills33 <laughs> says, the, the game show for Mr. Tony was Dream Job, where people competed to become the next ESPN anchor. And I typically mm-hmm. wait for the end before tweeting, but I was already yelling at question one with Stern. Three emojis. I was going to say. Three laughing and cry, laughing so hard, I'm crying emojis. Upright bumblebees. Yes, um, bumblebees. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I was, I was like, didn't we, didn't Bob cover that at the end? Then I was like, then she, she caught herself. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. And speaking of dream job, Jolene Wojcik at JRM Wojcik says, I loved dream job. I still see winner Mike Hall on the Big Ten Network all the time. I, I don't, I don't even know who Mike Hall is. Apparently he's the winner of dream job, but. I had no idea. I've never heard of this And I name. don't watch Big Ten Network hardly ever. I have, a, I have a vague recollection of Dream Job. Like, I probably watched a couple episodes mm-hmm. uh, when it was on. But um, I think not just not just the winner uh, made out. I think there were some other people who competed who ended up, uh, they're, like, still in the industry today. So hmm. I guess the exposure worked. I wonder why they didn't continue with that show. No ratings? That was you answered yeah, question. Probably. <laughs> yeah, you know, I when I ask a question, then I immediately remember the answer to all things is money and then I <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And um, and also didn't didn't you say that or somebody we I think maybe Bob or maybe Anita talked about how Kornheiser wasn't as mean as you thought he would be. Yeah, that was me. Yep. Yeah, and that would have been that would have actually probably made it more interesting yes. and more appealing and the ratings, you know, ironically, if he would have, you know, ripped into people. Well, that's how, when Simon was on American Idol, that was when the yep. ratings were highest. Yep. Um, Mama Schmooze's blue-eyed boy at the Schmooze, which I think is <laughs> Simeon Copeland. Yeah, I scared so. the hell out of everyone last night, screaming out, Anthony Kornheiser, LOL. Another, yeah, that one was the worst. Yes, we got it, though. We got there. And by we, you mean you. I mean, I mean, I think I would have eventually teamwork. gotten it, but okay. Now to some random, okay. random. Uh, speaking of, I like goo. Joe Maloney <laughs> at Joe the ITO. If anyone wants, quote, I like goo, end quote. Here you go, and he included the soundbite of again. I guess I said it. I like goo. <laughs> you say this like you don't believe it every single time. Well, when I hear the playback of it, and I mean, will she just play it? Do you have it? I do not. No, I don't have it. <laughs> oh, wait, I have it. It's literally you saying that, so I remember exactly what it is. 
Yeah, it's literally me saying I like goo. Here we go. I like goo. There you go. <laughs> My yeah. inflection, I don't... I mean, it's just so matter of fact. I just don't remember saying yep. it. I just... Yep. I remember saying I'm good with goo, which uh, is not much better. But anyway. Thank you, that Joe, was... I think. Yes. <laughs> So there you go, Brendan. Now you can really download it and put it on your phone. Now I can actually use it as my text tone. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, okay, Al Pool at Al Pool 33 says, I was asked to answer a question on a recent Amazon purchase. Before answering, before answering myself, I wanted to see what others responded. This, the question uh -oh. is regarding a skillet, a pan, a metal skillet. A metal skillet. Someone uh -huh. unbelievably asked this question, and speaking of microwaves, the question is, is it microwave safe? Oh, boy. And the answer, not at all. An aluminum fry pan in the microwave, basic rule of from, thumb for microwave use, no metal. <laughs> I enjoy that that comment was from Ben around ben, the block. Ben around the block, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has, he, has he done this before? Does he know for, is he speaking from his own personal experience? <laughs> Don't put anything metal in the microwave. Yeah, probably. He has been around the block. Next. Now on to the food portion of feedback. Bob Walsh at Adadaya. Well, I mean, you cook food with the skillet, so. Yeah, but that was. We're already in. We're you're in. Right. You're right. Bob sent us a photo in, uh -huh. with the caption, Last daughter, last prom. Fiona's date willing to play along for a special speaking of tangents photo. And this is something else. He sent a picture of Fiona and her date. All dressed very elegantly. They look great. They're ready for well, the I mean, prom. Yeah, I was going to say, they're dressed like yeah, they're, going they're going to the prom. To the prom. <laughs> and Fiona is holding a package of carrot cake Oreos, and her date mm. is holding a package of chocolate peanut butter pie Oreos. And That makes um, no sense. You know, I was just thinking that Bob was smart and kept the double stuff for himself. Because neither one of them have double stuff in their hands. I was just thinking, what is this kid thinking? <laughs> I know. What is going on? Well, I mean, that having those Oreos at 2 or 3 in the morning or whenever their, you know, prom is over. I don't know how long proms go. How long, how long do proms go? All night. Yeah. They'll be, they probably took those Oreos with them. Do you think they just posed and left the Oreos at home? You're going at this from a very different angle than I am. Yeah, well, that's okay. Because if I showed up, I, I'm trying to imagine being in high school again. Uh-huh. I'm trying to picture back and taking girls to the prom and going to pick up a girl to go to the date to go to the prom. If one of their dads had handed me a pack of Oreos and said, hey, we're going to take this picture, you know, because you, you take pictures, you know, it's... You assume that, oh, we're going to get there and take pictures. Mm -hmm. If they're like, oh, we're going to take a bunch of pictures. Oh, by the way, here's packs of Oreos. Hold this up. Mm -hmm. I would have been like, does this guy work for Nabisco? What are we doing? Yeah. I, I don't. What, I, what is going on here? I think I would have been fine with that. There would have been many questions. As a high school girl, I think I would have been fine with that because the pictures, the pictures are always so serious. Here's a little, you know, a little fun. If I was the boy, I might feel a little intimidated by the father and I'm doing whatever he wants me to do. Well, yes, sir, I'll to hold a certain that. extent, yes, that's what I'm saying. But you're in your back of your mind, you're going, yeah, maybe, yeah. I want, my question is, how much of this did Bob explain, or did he just say, hold, Here, these, hold yeah, this pack of yeah. Oreos, we're taking pictures that I'm going to put on the internet? And he said they're willing to play along. So 
Yeah. I don't know yeah, what yeah. he said to him, but if I was them, I would have taken the Orioles at least for payment for being in this photo, even if they are a combination <laughs> Orioles. Well, then they would have lost their, you know, eligibility. So NCAA <laughs> would have come after yes. them. Yes. Um, okay, so Brendan. That's a funny picture. You're, yeah, with, you're with Jason on this, the whole, if you were in high school, think back to your high school years. If someone told you to, you know, here, hold these Orioles, pose for this picture, you felt the same way? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would definitely have questions. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's my point. Yeah. There's many questions that would have went through my mind and been like, what is going on here? And I would have asked, like, what are we doing? I would have asked her the date. What was that about? You oh, know, later. for sure you would have, but you probably still yeah. would have taken the picture because what's the big deal? Yeah. Just Oreos. Sure. But I'm going to say, you know, he if you know if this guy's willing to do this, then you know yes. he's probably a good guy. He's probably hang on to him. Yep. Okay, now to Birch Beer. Jeff Turner at Turner underscore Storm says Birch Beer greater than root beer. Hashtag delicious. Okay. This is like <laughs> which pile of dirt would you rather cram in your mouth? <laughs> Where are you on birch beer and root beer, Brendan? Uh, I mean, I, they're not they're not either of my go tos uh, usually, but I don't hate either of them. I would say I probably like root beer a little better than birch beer on the whole. But hmm. you had birch beer. Oh yeah. Okay. This is like it's. I mean, it's even named after a, a tree. It's like tree bark versus dirt. Yeah. It's roots and birch. It's just. I think I they prefer named them properly. birch beer. It's, again, it's, you know. I guess I'm going to have to try them both because I haven't probably drank either one of these beverages for a while. It's, you know, are you. <laughs> which, which handful of fecal matter are you cramming in your mouth? <laughs> The theme I mean, for this I... week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tie it together. Yeah. So, John Miller at JKM563 sent us a screenshot, and he said, this is the birch beer I'm used to. It's almost clear. Mm. And the name okay. of the company that sells this, it's a screenshot of, I think, an Amazon. Um, the name of the company is called Amish Tastes. Uh-huh. And the, it's, what is that? Cutstown, Cootstown, Nick's Besser White Birch Beer. But that's not the the Amish taste is not the brand though, right? It's it's just whoever, whoever selling is the, selling yeah. this. Yeah, 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 that's the seller. Yeah, and so that could be somebody's na- actual like name. I think it is the seller's name. I mean, that could be a person. Amish tastes. You think that is a person? Yeah, could be. Yeah. And so this is the color that I. You mem- could name a kid Amish. I mean. You'd be crazy, but you could. Yeah, you could. You can name a kid anything, just as the Hall of Famer when some of her literally, students. That is, yeah. that is. Yeah, literally anything. That is one thing I learned as a parent. They do not care what you write on there. As long as you write something on there before you leave the hospital, they do not oh. care. <laughs> you could write anything and spell it any way you want. And as long as it's not. Obscene. I mean, and even then, it just depends on the person, you know, the nurse that's the person because they send in somebody from like um, a different, like a hospital administration to get that information, like for the birth certificate that they're making. Mm-hmm. And it, it just depends on how much that person cares because you could name your kid anything. Are you saying <laughs> that you, you 
did this and then you said you from personal experience did you did you name your kids something and then change the name later but no you know my kids names i know but i mean did you put something different on the birth certificate no oh okay but you could write like eight names on there if you wanted to oh i see you could name your kid every letter of the alphabet their first name could be 26 letters long and it could just be a b c d which actually that'd be pretty funny. But then Chalupa then, Batman. There you go. <laughs> Amish taste. Amish. Amish <laughs> taste. Your name? For, taste. Amish taste. First of his name. So <laughs> if you remember, you probably don't. But I said that I thought that the birch beer that we drank was the clear, the clear yeah. color. And Anita said, "Well, that's not what I'm used to. It's reddish brown." And I think Neil mm-hmm. and Rockville also said it's reddish brown, but. And I said, well, this will probably be a Hall of Fame correction. And this leads me to this week's Hall of Fame correction. Although I had it last week, so is it really a correction? I, I called the correction before it actually happened. Yeah, you self-corrected. Yeah. It, it was a reddish-brownish colored birch beer. Yeah. So it wasn't clear. It wasn't clear. And in but fact, this the, picture this is clear. It's clear. In fact, Which gets res- me to something else. Oh, go ahead. Because I think I think it was Britain when when John um, this is from John Miller right yes I think this so picture? yeah it says John Miller was also time. talking about Pepsi Clear or whatever he called it yeah and I was oh. like yeah that's garbage and Brendan I think you were the one that said no it's like Crystal Pepsi or something like that yeah Crystal Pepsi yeah which you and I will d- choose to you know disagree on that that product you like Crystal Pepsi yeah. What's the difference it's between something about Crystal it being Pepsi clear and that I... Pepsi Clear? Aren't they? They're Pepsi Clear. Indeed Pepsi Clear exists. is not an actual real product. It's not. No, I don't think it is. No, it was always called Crystal Pepsi. Yeah, I think if I Google Pepsi Clear, which this is this week's episode of, <laughs> click it Uh Yeah, if you Google Pepsi Clear, it's called Crystal Pepsi. Oh. Well, how come I thought Crystal, or how come I thought, I definitely remember Crystal Pepsi, but how come I thought Pepsi Clear was the thing? I don't know. Cultural osmosis. There you go. Because I I didn't, I didn't question it. I didn't look it up, but I was like, yeah, I think that's what that was called. And then Brennan corrected it. (laughs) But, um, but, but yeah, that it, it's something about it. Like if they made Coke clear or, you know, Crystal Coke, I ain't drinking that either. It's something about the color of it that makes a difference to me. Well, I don't know if it's the color, but I don't like Crystal Pepsi. Yeah, I'll just say that the second, when you Google Pepsi Clear or Crystal Pepsi, the second result is, why Crystal Pepsi was a flop. So, (laughs) answer right there. Not a flop for Brendan. No. No. I I have fond memories, and then I think they've, They've brought it back in very small batches recently. Yes. Uh, in Canada, they brought it back in 2017, it says. Uh, See, I didn't so even it know it went away because I'm not paying attention to it. 1992 to 1994, and then a brief releases through the mid-2010s, which is this decade, and then 2017 was the last one in Canada. Um, it's, so it is basically the Zima of colas. <laughs> Which now I had in, some good that Zimas applies in, in my many days. many many ways. By the way, huge fan of Zima too. <laughs> I don't like Zima anymore, but I used to like Zima. 
I think we've stumbled onto it. You just like clear beverages. <laughs> yeah, when you drink birch beer, do you go for the clear? Do you go for the Amish tastes, or do you do take the reddish brown? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that factor. I have a preference. Oh, I bet I've never you do. tasted Amish. You've never tasted the Amish? What? Anything? Okay. Anything? I think, anything I think, Amish? I think the the no, red no. the red has a slightly harsher flavor to it. So I guess mm. I guess if I had a choice, I'd go for the clear. Of course. Yeah. Here's yep. here's the there's the theme. How do you feel about water? <laughs> I mean. You know, you got to drink enough every day. That's how I feel yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I agree with you on water. Water is the clear beverage that I like. Yeah, water. Like, like KJ, would you drink clear coffee if they made it? I don't think I'd, no, I don't think so. See, it's something about, and look, I, I'll go as far as to say, when I'm making coffee in the morning, I base how much, you know, stuff I'm putting in it on what the color is. Wait, oh, you mean like if you're adding cream or sugar? <laughs> Definitely, yeah, the way I judge definitely. when it's right is what color is it? Yep. It's got to be, for me, when I used to do that, now I, I'm boring and have just black coffee. But when I used to add cream, it needed to be pretty white because I like a lot right. of cream. So, yeah, I definitely did it that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody make yeah, a soundbite of that, please. <laughs> I'm not drinking. I'm not saying anything. We're moving on to the next thing. Yeah, I'm not drinking clear coffee. So I'm not drinking clear Coke or Pepsi. I'm, I'm, I'm pro- Look, Pepsi, I will drink. It's not, it's not like root beer levels of terrible. Okay. It's just not as good to me. I prefer Coke. So I can, I can understand, like, because I, uh, I think Jenny, she and I were going back and forth on Twitter about Pepsi versus Coke. Mm-hmm. I can see and respect both sides of that argument. I can see where you're coming from. I could see where people could would prefer Pepsi. Mm. Certainly not me, but you know. But root beer is garbage. Yeah, I know you've. <laughs> you, you, I know you feel this way. You feel like it tastes like dirt, and now birch beer really is part does. of a tree. But you've never even tried birch beer. Am I correct on that? Um, no, because if you name your pro- if you say your product is adjacent or similar to root beer, and you name it after another thing that grows in the ground, I'm certainly not going to try it. What is the Harry Potter drink? Butterbeer? Yeah. Ha- I know nothing is, about Harry Potter. Has that, is that an actual drink? People that are, not, I mean, I know it wasn't when it was, when JK was writing about it, but I think people have created it, right? There, you can yeah, order Butterbeer. Yeah, there's, there's products out there that try to like approximate it. Um, I've never had any of them because it's butterscotch flavor and mm. oh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of iffy with that. Yeah. I'm not iffy with butterscotch. I'm out. Okay, so do you not like Butterfinger candy bars? That doesn't taste like butterscotch. Well, that's, that's like caramel and like chocolate. No. Actually, I don't eat Butterfingers anymore either, but you know, that's a different story. Yeah, that's because of the teeth. Yes. Yeah, it's too I'm much. I'm being solidarity with my daughter. She and I don't eat anything that's super chewy or super crunchy like well, that. it's a good move. I mean, it's not good for your teeth. What about oh, no. butterscotch, just the butterscotch candies? You're, you're out on those? No. Those are terrible. I like them. And I think it's, I would like butterbeer. It's incredibly bitter to me, butterscotch. You think... They might as well just name it bitter, bitterscotch. Bitterscotch, yeah. Why would I want to eat anything that's bitter? Bitter is a flavor that I could always do without. 
Yeah, I don't. Which is basically black coffee, butterscotch, most beer is bitter. Um, let's see what else. Dirt, <laughs> um, cigarette butts. Um, that's about it. Well, you are right about black coffee. <laughs> I can't drink regular black coffee anymore. But thanks to so, Ed Butt, I don't have to because I make cold brew from my toddy. Cold press. I know those were words, but I didn't understand any of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm putting a whole bunch in a mason jar and bringing it to Iowa this weekend in my cooler in my car. <laughs> leftover coffee? <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, it's that's, basically leftover coffee, yeah. That's rough, too. Leftover coffee is rough. Have you ever put coffee in the, like, reheated coffee in the microwave? Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. yeah. It, like, brings out the bitter. It, like, yes, wow, it does. it's rough. I think the three of us should go on a road trip. I think it would be an amazing experience <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> I would be driving, like, 12 hours a day. We'd stop once to eat. We'd have to eat snacks in the car the rest of the time. Leftover and snacks? stay... Well, no, a snack cannot be, by definition, can't be leftover. Well, sure it can. How are you going to eat just half a snack? I guess you are smaller, I'm going so. to because I do it a lot. Half a granola, save the rest for later. Half a granola bar. I told you I can't <laughs> eat much before I get full. You are kidding if you're eating half a granola bar. <laughs> mm. Or I just know I'm going to get hungry in two hours. If it's the only thing I've got, I'm going to save it. Yeah, it's, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think I think that'll probably be enough for this week. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I don't. I got nothing else. Uh yeah. So two weeks, and then when are we going to be in DC? That's like three or four weeks from now, right? Oh, it's some coming month, up. It's a month from now. It's um. Let's see. We're going to be there. We're going to be there on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. June 20th, maybe? 20th, yep. 20th? Yeah. June, actually, June 20th. Yeah. Is it June 20th? Mm -hmm. 3 p.m., I believe, at Chatter. Yes. Come hang out. Yes. Brennan, are you going this year to uh, Jingle Fest? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Great. Well, I think I'm, as, as long as they keep doing them, I'll still show up. <laughs> this may be the last this year. Might be, yeah. That's 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 my point. <laughs> that's yeah. We say that every year, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, keeps happening. Oh, Brendan, thank you for joining us. Yes. Yeah. And we'll can see I, you in a um, month. Oh, can, go ahead. Can I can I throw in a recommendation before we end here? Sure. Absolutely. And and and, and I promise it's it's germane to uh to this podcast. Okay. Oh boy, or, here we go. Or you know, I'll 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 bring it full circle. It's not so, about fecal matter, is it? No, no, okay. no. No, that's that's Jason's domain. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so a couple months ago, Larry Cohen passed away. And Larry Cohen was an mm -hmm. independent filmmaker. Um, and there's a documentary about his whole life and career that came out a couple years ago called uh, King Cohen, uh, which I would recommend. Um, but he... Uh, I mean, he made he made B movies, and I think he would have admitted to that. Um, but uh, one movie he made that I would recommend is called uh, The Stuff, and basically the plot is imagine like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but instead of creepy pod people, it's um, ice cream. 
That's like the best way I can describe okay. it. Whoa. Okay. So, uh, so obviously KJ would be into it because it's about goo, and um, <laughs> and Jason, you'd you'd be into it because uh, it's essentially like one of the main themes is like a takedown of marketing. Oh. And, it, and I mean, it came out in '85. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's just like it's kind of like really subversive. I think the tagline of the movie is. Um, are you eating it or is it eating you? So <laughs> nice. That's um, always a good question. So very yeah. similar to like they live in terms of taking out the marketing stuff. Yeah, yeah, and Probably and Larry yeah. Larry Cohen and they say this in the documentary. So like I, I won't say too much to spoil it, but he started out as a writer. Um, like he created a few television shows in the '60s, but then like was quickly removed. Um, after he created them. Uh, but wow. one show, one show he created was uh, branded, uh, which Big Lebowski fans, you know, have heard of. Um, but he got into screenwriting and then became a director to protect himself as a screenwriter, and then became a producer to protect himself as a director. So all of his <laughs> stuff was just like him doing what he wanted to do. And I mean, I don't think he ever really intended to get rich with it. Um, he was just like making what he wanted to make and i think definitely we here can appreciate that oh absolutely mm-hmm. i would so. i would be into that that sounds like right up my alley cool and of course yes. i'm i'm gonna be into it because i like goo <laughs> as you said so you could have gone with i like I ice like, cream yeah well i don't you could have I could have. but you chose you chose the goo well i didn't want to go back to the earlier statement where i did say something about cream and so i was trying to stick with the goo yeah, you're in trouble either way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks for joining us, Brendan, and we'll see you both in about a month. Yes. Thanks for having me. You bet. Yes. Bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. And speaking of traveling to Iowa, today, May 24th, is a national shout-out day in this house. So that's a huge, I'm going to call it QE for me, because I've got a lot of shout-outs built up over here the last two weeks. Uh, First of all, thanks to all of you that have reached out to me, offering your thoughts and prayers for my stepdad, who just entered into hospice. Um, I really appreciate it. I know my mom and stepdad do too. Um, so thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for that. Um, shout out number two. Thanks to all of you out there in the Twitterverse or Instagram world who saw my posts about the suicide awareness walk that the Hall of Famer and I participated in this past Saturday in memory of her brother. And you guys responded by dipping into your wallets to donate to this important and unfortunately way too stigmatized cause of mental health and suicide prevention so it's really very touching your kindness and generosity is i'm just blown away um so thank you very much and also on behalf of the hall of famer and her parents i know they were very appreciative thank you very much love y'all okay shout out number three congratulations are in order to john fitzpatrick john is our good friend he's been a guest and a third chair guest on this podcast and now He can add grandpa to his list of titles. His daughter and son-in-law had a baby boy last week, so congrats, grandpa. 
Shout out number four. More congratulations are in order for Jamie Julian and Robert Berg, who recently became engaged to be married. I don't think either of them listen to this podcast, but if they do, congratulations. If you don't listen well, that's your loss. Or something. Finally, shout out number five goes out to Medical Cannabis. It's been legal in Iowa since January, and it's really helped my stepdad's comfort level. So enough with the blanket statements that cannabis doesn't help cancer patients or shouldn't be legal for medicinal purposes. Or you'll have to answer to me. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you.